Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Gordon. What's going on over there? Trying to stay warm. It's cold in here again. That's uh, great. Yeah. I'll do well today, uh, Jake. And you? Uh, I don't know. Uh, a little grumpy. Got your Maui Jim hat on? I do. And uh, I have my Maui Jims on my... Well, I call them chums, but what do you what do you call these? I think I'm the only one around who still wears this thing. But <laughs> no, I've seen croakies. I've I've heard that name Is before. That what, they what, are? I, uh, what do you call them, Austin? Oh, the Lloyd's bothering Austin in there. Oh. We'll, we'll leave them alone. But anyway, yeah, I'm, that I'm, way you don't lose your sunglasses, or you don't put them in your pocket and sit on them, or you don't you know break them somehow. It's exactly what I do with. Uh, I have uh, some sunglasses that are nicer than others. And my nice ones, I uh, usually put on chumps. Do they get in the way when you eat? Uh, well, that's when you uh, you throw them around to the other side, there, Gordon. Ah, oh. okay. What do you call? What are they called? I call them chums. And what was the other? Croakies. Croakies. I've also heard croakies, but I think those are brand names. Ah, uh, I don't know what the actual device is called. You ever think that some products, some brands of product, became so prevalent that that's what people started calling? The entirety of, of of the item instead of the name of a company. Or- so my uh, my wife went to law school. She does. Uh, she's not a patent lawyer, but she's done some work with copyrights and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you can lose your trademark if it works too well. So if what if what happens if like uh, I think the example they teach in law school is Kleenex. Yeah, Kleenex is an obvious one. Then all you lose after a certain amount of time, you actually lose your your trademark or whatever because it it worked too well and it's now like a common a common. Phrase. Where's the threshold for that? I don't know. That's, uh, a good question. that's like uh, you have know, to ask because you don't. Do you, what do you say? Do you say hand me a Kleenex or hand me a tissue? I say Kleenex. Do you say, I mean, what's another? another Tylenol. Ty, Tylenol? Yeah, well, uh, you have a headache, take some Tylenol, but yeah, you may not mean Tylenol. You don't say, pass me the acetaminophen or whatever. No. The, Nobody's, the actual... Nobody says petroleum jelly. They say Vaseline, right? Yeah, that's probably a decent example. What else is A that? Ziploc bag instead of a, a plastic bag. Uh, a bungee cord? Is that a, is that a brand? Uh no, I don't think Isn't that's it? a brand. I think Xerox at one time had that. Yeah. Where instead of making me a copy, go Xerox this for me. Uh-huh. In the South, Coke for like a, a soda, soda pop. Yeah, any any soda is Coke. Yeah. So I I don't know where that threshold is, but that's actually a thing, where your your branding can work too well, and then all of a sudden you lose control you over lose it. Lose control of the your, the name of your own entity. Uh, Scotty, like Jake Scott. You know, I mean, your name gets so big that you lose control of it. Who's running this? The NCAA? Oh, I see. 
Scotty has a good example. He says uh, he texts me. He says TiVo was close for a while. Oh, it okay. was close for a while, yeah. and then DVR kind of took over. But remember, it was TiVo that yes. for me. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so be successful with your branding, but just don't be too successful. Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody who's uh, name becomes that prominent is going to have any complaints about it becoming so big. Probably not. Because who owns Kleenex? Uh, I don't know. Johnson & Johnson or something like that. Yeah, they <laughs> made their fortune off that brand many times over, I'm sure. We're probably forgetting. There's probably other Oh, I'm sure there's well. tons of examples out there. Well, how about this uh, boogie board? That's a, that's a brand name from Maury, boogie board. It's bodyboarding. But everybody says boogie boarding. How about like a Hobie cat? It's for a catamaran? Yeah. Yeah, that might that might be close. I don't know. Anyway, interesting. I I th- I stuff like that. How that happens, I I think is really cool. You know, marketing something that becomes so big that that's all people think of. To- did did Tony go on a Hobie cat on his Hawaiian vacation? Uh, no, I don't. That didn't get mentioned today. Uh, no. I think he did say catamaran. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, he did. Yeah, I was listening. He just to- called him cats. Uh, okay, <laughs> I was listening to. Tony and Austin show today, and Tony got got into his Hawaiian vacation from oh, a couple years ago, and it sounded pretty good. How about chapstick? Yeah, chapstick could probably be one instead of lip balm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we got on this, but me we're, neither. We're really fascinating, fascinating <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, we got on it because you got six different pairs of sunglasses attached around your neck. Well, just one, really. Oh, what you, you got doing? a lanyard over there. Yeah, well, uh, unlike, I'm not as famous as you, so I can't walk around the building without my my ID. or oh, my, my so the fact that I don't, badge. I don't have my badge on right now is a sign of of egotism? What? No, 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 no. I'm just saying I'm not. When was the last time you had your badge? Oh, I have it here somewhere. I just don't have it around my neck. I have literally never seen you wear it. Never. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I were to walk I, around... But I got to hear my wallet right here. If I were to walk around the building without my badge on, I would be, you know, rough, <laughs> roughed up, <laughs> ejected from the building. You would. They put my picture up on the wall. But you walk around and everybody goes, hi, Gordon. Hi, Gordon. Hey, Gordon. How's it going? Gordon, right this way. Come on in, Gordon. Good to see you. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's egotistical. I'm just saying that you don't get roughed up and, and thrown out of the building. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because I make friends. I say hi to people. You know, you just walk right by people like they're not even standing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the two of us, I'm the one who does that. You don't even stop to buy lemonade from somebody on a uh, some kid on the street corner. Saw another one of those today. Drove right by. <laughs> Did you stick your tongue out at them? Did you? No, I pretend. I told you what I do with get lemonade. a job. I told you what I do with lemonade stands. I pretend I don't see them. That is the cruelest way to do it of all. Oh, oh because now they don't because, even exist. Because so, uh, you know, I, I I talked to somebody once who hitchhiked across the country, and he said the the the, the people that bothered him the most were the ones who did exactly what you just said. So you're saying it would Ex- be acted as though they didn't even exist. They wouldn't even look at them. As they drove right on by. So you're saying it would be less cruel if I rolled down the window and yelled, get a job! <laughs> that would be nicer than just rolling right on by. Probably not, but 
You don't have to say that. Well, I did drive by one today, though. <laughs> okay. Sailed right past. <laughs> Didn't even think about stopping. Nope, not for one second. Okay. Probably even got a dirty look from the parent that was out there, but at least a parent was out there. <laughs> At least they were somewhat supervised. All right, we've got a lot to talk about we today. We'll talk about some jazz coming up. Uh, you and I were both at uh, Utah camp today, so we'll talk about that coming up. We were up there? We were. It did happen. Saw all kinds of stuff. Gordon, you were working on a column. We can uh, talk about what you learned about Julian Blackman today. I noticed you were off uh, chatting with him for quite some time. Yeah. Oh, by the way, how about you pretending not even to know Lloyd and Lloyd and I? at practice that's not true oh my gosh austin you would have you would have absolutely loved it lloyd and i are sitting there chatting gordon comes into practice and stands away from everybody else pretending to be on the phone pretending so i was he on did the it, phone so having didn't a have conversation to, like, with oh, someone i can't i can't it's, no i'm not gonna pretending. do it you know what i'm gonna be over I here had, yes yes bye sell bye sell i had the phone at my ear for like 15 minutes straight you think i was making that up and then we go down to uh, as practice ends and we're kind of waiting for interviews or whatever gordon finally comes down and does he say hello to his good friends jake and lloyd nope not even a good moral fellow co-worker no he goes to the complete like other side of the group of people standing there and talks to kurt not true. We see where his radio friends and his no, paper friends. No, we see how this I, works. I, I I had to converse with Kurt momentarily for business, and then you and I went over and started talking to Trevor Riley. So don't be making this stuff up, <laughs> guys. I'm on the phone with Hong Kong right now. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You know. I can't come over there and say hello. <laughs> Not true. Anyway, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, but how many parking spots did he take up this time? I don't know. No, no, I, I didn't, I didn't see always. that one. You know, I walked around campus. Uh, I'm sorry, practice, and I saw a lot of youth players, and uh, I saw none of them limping, none of them with like injured hands or anything like that. And see, you know, I just talked to a few players. We did. Yeah. Didn't see any casts. Didn't see anything. <laughs> It was completely like movie cast uh, blind to didn't the whole see anything. Thing. I mean, I looked around. I didn't see a star running back with a cast on his hand. I didn't see. I didn't see anything. You didn't see him cast his fishing pole. <laughs> no. Yeah, I saw nothing. 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 Sounds at all. like there was definitely a cast system though, with you at the top and <laughs> Lloyd and Jake way down down below. below. Yes, that, like now, surfs and lords. Now that is true. <laughs> That is absolutely true. Not true. Lloyd, is he telling the truth? Will you please correct the man? I'm sorry, Gordon. You acted like you you didn't even you didn't even know us. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd and I, in fact, had to come to you. But that was because I was on the phone. No, this was after when you were wrapping things up with your great buddy Kurt. <laughs> Lloyd and I had to come to you like, hello, Gordon. We I, we needed to cut the tension here and say hi. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do we want to talk about what we uh, buy, sell, buy, buy, <laughs> guys? I'm 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 making my fortune over here. Stop. I can't associate. Making the world turn. Can't associate with you right now. Stop it. Actually, that would have been better because then you would have at least acknowledged us. It's kind of like the lemonade stand. <laughs> except, I didn't you know get a job. Except for I ignore you know uh, a couple of spoiled kids who are passing the summer away and you ignore your great friends you know earning money for bone marrow transplants (laughs) no i was i was working my way over to you (laughs) Mm. 
Uh, yeah, that's not the. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, you know what? Let's let's start with a friend of a show, a uh, friend of the show. It's been a good day for him. Let's right. uh, let's get into that, Austin, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Miller family to give us that opportunity to do our jobs. David Locke likes to say that he's grateful that every day he works for a place that gives him a chance to be world class. Doesn't mean that he always is, he says, but he gives him the chance. And the Miller family gives all of us that opportunity with their support and stewardship of this franchise. And so um, I don't know that I answered your question specifically, but I think that's the dynamic that that makes it work really well. That was Steve Starks on the big show. How long ago was that, Austin? Maybe a month ago, two two months ago? Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. In the- anyway, Steve has been on the show a number of times, uh, president of uh, LH, uh, Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment, and he was promoted today, Gordon, to CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Uh, just a, a great promotion for him and uh, couldn't be happier uh, for a guy, Gordon, that uh, has done a really terrific job as, as not only president of LHMSE, but uh, but president of the Utah Jazz. Yeah, that is a big deal. Uh, and uh, we've known Steve for a long time, and he's extremely capable. And uh, I think he'll, he'll do a terrific job in that role. And for, for people who maybe aren't familiar with the, the structure of the company, Steve now CEO over, over everything, including the jazz, mm-hmm. the car dealerships, and uh, all their, their other interests. And so it's, uh, it's, it, I think the company is, is going to be headed in a, in a real, well, still continue to head in a really positive direction with him at the helm. And now Don Sterling, somebody else uh, that you and I are both fond of, uh, will be the interim president as they search for a permanent solution. So this is uh, this is really good news for the help of uh, health of the Larry H. Miller Group, and I think really good news for the Utah Jazz because Steve is going to obviously continue to have his voice heard in the the running of the team. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, he's not going to suddenly turn his back on the Utah Jazz, uh, even though he's got a lot more on his plate now. He'll continue in that regard. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, We've gotten to know Steve really well, and uh, I couldn't think more highly of the guy. It's a good good move, a good day. Took over as president of the Jazz in 2015, so he oversaw the renovation uh, of the arena, Gordon. He's overseen uh, the the transformation of the basketball campus down there, of um, the, the Jazz really expanding their staff when it comes to things like not only coaching but training, uh, in, in spending resources, managing the business, and and all those sorts of things. And he has been uh, he has been terrific. Yeah, and he takes the good thing about him, and we all have known people like this, and we've known people who aren't like this. He takes. Uh, takes in information from all corners in making a decision. For instance, I don't want to take credit for the comfy seats that are in the arena now. Are you going to take credit for that? Kind of. He invited me in when he was trying to decide what seats to put in the arena, and uh, I went in and sat down on the seats that he was considering, and uh, I... I, I uh, favored the ones that are in there now. You so, picked the ones that so I, they so ended I, up selecting. So I picked uh, I picked the comfortable seats in the arena, yeah, because Steve listened to me. And uh, only part of this is true. The part that I – he did ask my opinion, but obviously he didn't leave it up to me. 
But see, just just asking somebody that, you know, is a, a sign of, of good leadership, I think. Don't you? I mean, th- haven't you known leaders who solicit information from all corners, yeah. including dummies? And, you know, I mean, make a decision there. It's, uh, too many people just say, ah, I know the answer to that and go ahead with it. I accidentally... Um blew his cover once but this kind of uh, tell you the uh, type of dude steve is or at least his experience stands out in my mind uh dj and i uh for those of you who haven't been to our studios or haven't seen him we're up on the upper concourse of uh, vivint smart home arena and so dj and i were coming up here after um eating dinner downstairs in the in the press room <clears throat> and the game had just started it was in the first quarter or something like that and we're walking by a, a portal on our way up here on the upper bowl walk, uh, on our way to the studios and there's steve just Standing there, kind of hanging out, chatting a little bit with the the uh, the usher, and uh, but really, so DJ and I go right up to him, Steve. What's going on? And we start to talk to him, but what what he was doing is he he wanted to see what the experience was like up there, and not that he hadn't experienced before, but he wanted to talk to the people on the ground mm-hmm. and see the fans that are in the upper bowl and the you know kind of your everyday jazz fan, and not to mention the folks that work very hard. At uh, uh, at making the game experience great, like those ushers and mm-hmm. and those that's, sorts that's of things. Exactly and, and what I'm talking about. It really, st- we DJ and I kind of thought about it after, like, oh, we we certainly blew his cover there. But that that's the type of of mm-hmm. duty is he's yeah. not, um, yeah, he listens a lot. That's a, that's a great yeah. way that you put it. But yeah. that that experience always stood out to me. Like here's here's a dude who's not, uh, you know. Uh, uh, um, what am I lavishing in his role as the jazz president and everybody look at me here's a guy who wants to get to know the very basic tenets of the of the organization that he's running and I I thought that was really cool yeah and it, like I said he'll continue to be a part of what the jazz are doing I'm sure with his expertise he'll just be a little have a few more things on his plate that's for sure but uh, the jazz are in good hands and Don as the uh, interim uh, president of the Jazz. He's got a ton of experience in sports. Uh, he's actually worked for the NBA before. Who else does he work for, uh, Gordon? I know he worked for the Nuggets for a while. He's involved in politics for a while, I think. And he, did, you know, did you know that Don is a songwriter? I did not know that about Don, actually. Yeah. T- gifted guy, talented right. guy. So now, hand him a guitar sometime and say, hey, sing me a song. You wrote a, a column about him yeah. not too long ago, right? I did. And had to distinguish that Don Sterling is not Donald Sterling. What an unfortunate <laughs> thing for for Don to deal with. Seriously, <laughs> yes. I see. I I love it that uh, the only other famous, only other famous, the only famous is a Hall of Fame cor- Jake Scott uh, out there is a Hall of Fame safety. safety yes, from sorry. the Dolphins. So that's that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but poor Don. I'm sure when all that was going down, he's just thinking like, oh come on, really? He's making a cold call. <laughs> yeah, this is Don Sterling, not that Donald Sterling, not that one. I swear. <laughs> uh, that's just unfortunate, but yeah. uh, but Don, really great dude. We've worked with yeah. him pretty closely over the years as well, and uh, no yeah. doubt that in the interim, the Jazz are certainly in good hands. And I think this is something that uh, that the, the uh, our listeners should know, the fans should know. These guys are huge fans of the Utah Jazz. You know, they are. Uh, you know, they make decisions for the company, and but they are emotionally invested in what happens with the team. 
And I think uh, they're all pretty excited about uh, the prospects coming up in the next year. Yep. And one thing I think, um, and I, I would imagine this comes from Gail on down, and certainly uh, Larry before Gail, is they're very good at empowering the people that they hire to do the job they're hired for. Well, you know, you hire Steve Starks to be the president of the Jazz, and then it works down to Dennis Lindsay and Justin Zanuck, and it's all this, uh, you know, everybody's empowered to do their yeah. job. And I think it's really important. There's not a lot of meddling, so to speak. They're 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 given the tools that they need to succeed. Yeah, and that's that comes all the way down to us. No one has ever told me, or even attempted to try to tell me what to say on the air. Strange that happened to me today, but not from. <laughs> not from happens to you regularly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was a different. That was something else. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. You can continue. Are you casting doubt on uh, <laughs> what I just said? No, no, I'm not. I just made a a stupid joke. I'm sorry. You were making a, a terrific point. Please continue. Yeah, we can say whatever we want. And that's uh, that's what makes sports radio good. All our listeners can think what they want. And uh, we can say what we want, unimpeded by anyone. Right. So, uh, exciting day uh, for the Utah Jazz. Exciting day uh, for Steve Starks and the entire LHM group of companies, which, yeah. which, by the way, is huge. A lot bigger than than people know. Because they, I mean, the car side. The 10,000 employees yeah. strong. The car side of it is is really a lot bigger, I think, than people realize. They've got dealerships in... I, I'm trying to remember. They they told us the the size of dealer they are in the country, and it's something like top five. I don't want to like as far as dealerships owned. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's a really big company. And now, I mean, movie theaters are expanding. Mm-hmm. Larry H. Miller Sports and Entertainment is I- expanding. They expanded in, into the financial, right? You know, all kinds of stuff. Yep. So. so it's a it's a big deal. And and Steve Deser, he's he's run this part of the company uh, really well for. For a long time, and the Utah Jazz, as our listeners know, are in a in a trust to ensure that they stay right where they are. That's just an example of the way things are run around here. To think that somebody would do that, that Gail would do that, um, for the community. That's what this team is. Right, it's for the community, and uh, I I don't even know has any other owner done that. No, it's uh, it's unique. The Jazz were the first. I'm not even talking about the NBA. I'm talking about in sports. NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and I don't. Baseball. I don't think it's been done since. Yeah, pretty cool. But that's a reflection of who Gail Miller is. And look, I make no, I I, I make no bones about this. Uh, I have great admiration for Gail. And uh, the Tribune asked me to do a feature on her once, a really long profile. I don't know if you remember seeing that, yeah, Jake. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. It was on the front page of the paper. And uh, when we talked about doing it, I said up front, i got to tell you guys that I have great respect for this woman. She is a wonderful human being. And uh, and they said, no, go ahead. Go ahead and do it. You know, so I was I sort of that that was my experience with her before I sat down and talked with her for. Oh, man, it must have been three, four hours, Jake. And she told me her story. And it was it was fascinating. Can we tease Austin? Um, She's going to join the show on Thursday. Which is tomorrow. Which is tomorrow. And then Steve uh, himself is going to be on the show next week on Monday. Austin, is that correct? But extremely excited to have Gail Miller on the air uh, tomorrow. That is going to be Can't Miss Radio. 
She's going to be on at five o'clock, top of the five o'clock hour, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a real pleasure to talk to her tomorrow. No doubt about it. And a lot of jazz fans probably have questions that they would like to ask Gail. If you have a question for Gail, uh, you know, uh, you know, hashtag Ask Gail. Let's do it. Yeah, send in some questions on yeah. Twitter, hashtag AskGail, G-A-I-L. And if there's a certain uh, trend in questions that people really want to know, we'll, we'll pass those questions along to her. I'm sure people are curious to know what uh, the most influential woman in Utah, and uh, certainly in sports, uh, has to say. Possibly the most influential person, person. in Utah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and maybe in some ways beyond, so... Uh, just, just a terrific individual. Uh, I mean, I know everyone knows who she is and whatnot, but uh, if you knew her, you would like her even more. All right, so Gail is going to be on with us tomorrow, top of the 5 o'clock hour. It's going to be Can't Miss Radio, and then Steve Starks himself will join us next Monday. So we're really excited to have uh, those guys on the show and uh, talk to them not only about the jazz, but the but life and, and their journey and all that sort of fun stuff. Yep. That uh, you, in particular, are good at talking to people about. Me, I'm just uncomfortable you 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 seem to strike a chord somehow oh yeah well it's a gift i'm gonna tell you all right we'll talk about as you. long as i acknowledge them on the street when i see them but apparently sometimes i just don't even see that they're there right like well, you and lloyd today uh-huh totally missed that you were even there right actually i did see you as i was walking up but i couldn't get to you yet i wanted to but Kurt's more important. No, I yeah. was on the phone. I was on the freaking phone. What am I supposed to do? Hang up the phone and run over and say, hi, fellas? Yes. <laughs> I had to finish something. Guys, I'm on the line with my broker. <laughs> my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll get to uh, youth practice coming up uh, next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined in studio now by Riley Jensen, football insider, former Aggie quarterback. I know how it works here, PK. You just go with whatever I say. You're kind of like the adversary. You don't really push against people. You just give them a nudge really, really far in the direction they're already going. So if I say you hate Utah State, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't stand those guys. (laughs) You're just like the adversary. Beelzebub in studio. DJ and Lucifer doesn't have the same ring. Sounds like a dangerous show, though. DJ and Lucifer. Yeah, doesn't have the same ring as DJ and PK. It actually actually doesn't change the show at all. It feels exactly the same. I'm a devil. What can I tell you? (laughs) Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Take it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Band of the Day today, The Backstreet Boys, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. We're playing this in honor of the Backstreet Boys who are in the building currently and warming up. Gordon, did you go Did you go out and try to catch any of the show? I did not, but I heard, uh, I heard the uh, 
sounds coming out of the arena. And I did peek in there, but I didn't hang around. Did you get roughed up by security? No. They're usually pretty sensitive about that. No, those, the coast was clear. All right. Are you a Backstreet Boys fan? I wasn't really into the boy band thing when it was happening. You know me, You say that term is flung about. uh, It almost has become, well, it has become kind of uh, less than distinguished a a boy band. Yeah, but when I, I mean, the Backstreet Boys were big and NSYNC and all that. I was like right in the middle of it. It was like my junior and senior year of high school. So that's the time when you're trying to be tough, right? No, but I, you know me, Gordon. You know my taste in music. It was never current pop music. I've I've been pretty into the music I've been to for a while. You've always been, you know, 20 years ahead of your time. Or behind my time. Behind your time. Behind my time. (laughs) Maybe that's a better way to say it. Yeah, right. Like Austin was talking about. Austin, was it cool to be uh, to be a, a, a fan of Backstreet Boys? They came on really strong when I was ending elementary, going into junior high, and we spent so much time and energy pretending like we didn't like them, <laughs> only to then go home and listen to them in secret on loop and so, rock out. Yo, yeah, yeah. Right. BSB rocks. Man. I gotta admit that when my daughters were listening to it, uh, it did make my body move a little bit. Oh, you okay. know, I had to get up and start dancing. Did you? Yeah. Did that happen? Yes couple times yeah more than just tapping your finger huh? <laughs> yeah. did, did your daughters get embarrassed and say dad what are you doing uh, i tried to you know i tried to to keep it private as far as you know like like when i felt i'd listen to the music but i'd be you know behind the door or something oh, oh. i don't want to you know i don't want to embarrass anyone. so you're just spying on them that's all no <laughs> i was listening to the music but not subjecting them to uh watching me attempt to dance okay I see. All right. Well, anyway, Backstreet Boys are here at the arena tonight, and thus they are. that and is so, our band and of the so, day. So now you don't have people who are having to cloak themselves. As being, now, now it's cool. Now it's all right to go ahead and be a fan. Yeah, right? just be you. What you like, own yeah. it. Yeah. When that, that's what happens when you've been around as long as the Backstreet Boys have. That uh, now, now uh, you can sort of. Go ahead and let loose. Well, now you get into that good nostalgia money where you don't actually have to produce anything new or current. <laughs> you just, keep you just tour the world making uh, millions and millions of dollars. You playing know, the hits. Playing, Maybe you don't even sing. Who knows? Right. You just uh, you, you put up the bat signal to the people that want to feel like they're young again. Yeah, but doesn't that, isn't that a part of it? It's just uh, reminiscent of, of you know, good times. Right. right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying those guys make a lot of money on it. You know, back when uh, back when you looked at the world as uh, being full of promise and whatnot, and after a while the years beat you down and you're looking for a reason to uh, feel good, and uh, now you can look back at your times when you were all optimistic about the globe. Wait I just minute, wish... That sounded awfully uh, dark, didn't it? A little bit. I just wish that they wouldn't pretend... Like the types of bands that are that are nostalgia touring or whatever. I just wish they would stop pretending that anybody is interested in their latest album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we'd stop like it. That. Here's one we from our a- newest. Okay. <laughs> Who needs goes, another no! beer? <laughs> Bathroom break. Play, play the good old stuff that we all know. Stop! Stop! You just stop it. We, you, you did some new music. Good for you. What nobody was Fog here. Hat song? Nobody here is interested. Uh, 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 play, slow ride. Yeah, play slow ride. Play slow ride again. <laughs> one more time. Here's one I wrote for my mom. Slow ride. <laughs> Why do you think we're here? <laughs> Not to listen to that new crap. 
I love, play the old stuff. You can't if you're famous for one song, you can't play that song at the beginning of the show either. Yeah, yeah. Then everybody gets up and leaves. <laughs> it's like, where do you go from here? <laughs> Here's something off our. They've got a lot of latest hits, album. Though. They had they had a lot of the really, Backstreet really Boys stuff. did. Yeah, yeah. Were the Backstreet Boys the original boy band, or was that New Kids on the Block? Where, how do you classify that? The Osmonds, weren't they? I would say the, Jackson Five. I'd say like the Temptations or the Four okay. Times. Oh. No, the drifters. No, no, no. The drifters. No, because those guys are classics. What, who, who what, the, what does that mean? Who, who was the first of the the new era of this kind of stuff? Was it Backstreet Boys? Because didn't well, everybody, that's not new. Did, didn't everybody that's, that's hold on? Like didn't everybody say Sync was ripping off Backstreet Boys? They were all ripping off each other, man. That that was happening, and then it was ninety eight point seven degrees or whatever came along. Ninety eight point seven. What was the name of that group? Just ninety eight degrees. Put degrees. some respect on. Did, who, is that Nick Lachey? Who is that? I think yeah. so. And they were in town uh, just three days ago. So really, yeah. at a smaller, much more smaller venue. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, isn't that by the time you've got the copy of the copy of the copy, you get down to ninety-eight degrees? The first one I was aware of was New Kids on the Block. Right. And was that a boy band? That I would assume that's what okay. we would label it. Yeah. So let me ask you. I mean, didn't NSYNC appear over at uh, Rice Eccles? I have no idea. All I know is my wife and all my daughters went to see NSYNC. And I think my wife was as much into it as my daughters were. And I I was not invited, nor would I have wanted to go. Although that NSYNC Christmas album, I'm telling you right now, it's it was garbage. really, really, it's really, awful. really good. Yeah, but at their concert, do you think they'd be like, all right, who's ready for Jingle Bells? <laughs> <laughs> Who not wants not to hear Mary, a little Frosty Mary, the Snowman? Not, not, Mary, not Merry Christmas song that they sing. And now, good. Oh Holy Night in Spanish. <laughs> Just do it in nine play, languages. Play, play a few. Oh, uh, no, no, no. over not. my dead body. I don't want to play Christmas music, no. <laughs> okay. All right, so Backstreet Boys are here. They are here, and they are a boy band, and I don't know if they have a new album, but if they do, you know what? Just shelve it and I, i'm so told none of them have a broken hand or leg or anything nothing like that, like that. No. no not at all they're they're healthy and able to play their instruments uh you uh, and i were they don't play instruments. both up at utah camp today we were uh gotta hand it to you jake that uh we i saw you there I did see you there too. We, uh, I had a chance to talk to Zach Moss, and we're going to play that uh, that interview for you now. How would you How would you uh, cast his attitude? Would you? It was very even keeled. You'll see it here. He, he definitely was not upbeat, but I don't know if if he was. Was it tight? Was it all wrapped up? It, it was. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of that. Yeah. I'll look forward to hearing what he had to say. Let's hear Zach Moss from practice today. Well, Zach, tell us about camp. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Camp is going very good for myself and uh, as a team. Zach, I'm sorry, jumped in late here. Did you, uh, did you practice? Are you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, yeah. How are the young guys looking behind you? They're doing good. They're making strides, you know, just um, a few freshman mistakes, but they're doing very, very good. What kind of role as a mentor are you playing for these guys? Uh, just trying to answer questions, uh, give them some experience and things like that uh, that I've learned through the years as well. How do you think the whole offense is picking up Coach Ludd's offense? Uh, I think he's doing pretty good. Um, compared to the first uh, two years ago when we uh, had to learn a new offense, I think this offense has been a little bit more simpler for our guys, and 
they're running through things uh, at full speed. So it's, it's very good so far. What is it about Jordan Wilmore that you're seeing in camp so far that makes you think maybe he'll be special? Uh, he's been relentless so far, you know, um, coming in just going hard, working hard, um, and he's, he's kind of twitchy, so that's a good attribute to have. It's better uh, it's your hand in a cast than like a knee or something, right? What's, uh, what's the deal with the hand there? I'm good. I'm good, yeah. No problems. Did you practice today and you plan on missing any action? Uh, I was out here with the guys, um, doing everything with the guys, so yeah, I practiced today, yeah. Be on the field at the end of the month in Pro Bowl? You plan on that? Yes, sir. Speaking of that, Zach, in your previous years in the program, it's always been an FCS opponent, not to downplay them, but mm-hmm. just, just having this opponent uh, at the end of the camp, does that make it feel any different for you guys as you go through this? Uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely, no matter who it is, never want to get off on the wrong foot being the first game and then being those guys down south. Definitely don't want to lose to those guys. and um, want to keep this thing rolling for years. So um, we know at the back of, back of my mind is that uh, what we're going for. There you go, Zach Moss. I got to hand it to him. That was a that was a good interview. You know him him, and then after that you interviewed a whole cast of other players. <laughs> okay. All right. There was a <clears throat> a rumor that hit the internet last night uh, from fans. I don't know where it started that Zach Moss had hurt his hand. And uh, there was the sound. You heard it from practice today. Now, we were instructed to, uh, you know, not report on anything that we saw before we went down there, and then they put him right in front of us for one of the more awkward media sessions that I've been a part of. Yeah, it'll be really important. Everyone knows that Zach Moss is a terrific running back. He's going to gain a zillion yards as long as he stays healthy. Uh, but uh, it will be important for him early in the season to be able to hold on to the ball because he don't want to be, you know, turning the ball over. But he's he's going to have a huge year. He's, There's no doubt in my mind. If he's not able to hold on to the ball, it will really, you know, cast some doubt on <laughs> on whether or not the youths can get to where they want to go. Right. Listen, because the- he's going to be such a big part of what they do. And that offensive line better get it together. Yeah. Because I don't care how good Zach Moss is, and he's good. He, he The big ones up front, man, they got to clear some space for him so that he can do what he's capable of doing. And there have been some questions about that offensive line up front. And, you know, I, I, I believe they have the athletes up there to be able to get that job done. But they gotta, they've, got, they've got work to do before they line up against the Cougars. And listen, the, the important things to take out of there, honestly, he plans on going for BYU. He was at practice today. He had pads on. I think I can talk about that. And he, if if it if the injury were severe, and he had surgery on it or something like that, he would not have been there today. So I think you know whatever whatever preventative measures they're going through to make sure that he gets back to being a hundred percent. If he's less than that now, yeah, I think if it were truly severe, they would have handled it differently. So uh, if 
take that for what it's yeah. worth. Yeah, they right? would have handled it differently. They would have handled it differently. And but I, he's I, he's going to be all right. I, he's going to be fine, and he's he's likely going to be fine by the time the BYU game rolls around. He said it there, and and that's what's important. But the reason it's such a big deal is because he is he's sixty five percent of that offense. At least that's what they're hoping. Yeah. So he'll have to uh, prepare and heal up. Well put. All right. We'll have more of the big show coming up next. Well, actually, we should uh, we should talk about your conversation with Julian Blackman at some point today. I know you're working on a column, but you had a chance to, to spend some time with him so we can get your impressions there. And he's going to be an important part of that defense. No doubt. Uh, we'll continue to talk Utah Jazz. Chris Camrani. Uh, we'll join the show coming up at uh, 4.30. He, of course, covers the Utes for The Athletic. He'll tell us what he didn't see up at practice today. David Locke will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. When you look at Utah football, who is in position and favored by most to win the Pac-12, to win the division again, get to a New Year's Six, all of that, they had to pay for it. They had to invest a million dollars into recruiting. They spend more than any public school, more than any in the Pac-12. They've spent the most, and here they are. It's showing in the numbers of players that are choosing to play for Utah and the caliber of that talent. When Utah first entered the Pac-12, Tony, they were top of the Mountain West talent, bottom of the Pac-12 talent. Now they're top of the Pac-12 talent, and that's because, as you've just pointed out, they bought into it. They invested into it, and now their ROI is really paying off on the field. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out! Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 the zone. Welcome on back. Uh-oh. Yeah, you should use the, the band of the day today to get fired up, Gordon, because it sounds like you might have something to do tonight. The phone rang during the break. <laughs> and all I heard was my wife saying, Should we be going to this concert tonight? And Jake, as you reiterated. You iterated and reiterated yesterday uh-huh. when the smarter half of a partnership wants to do something, what do we do? We do it. Well, concerts are fun, though. It's not like, you know, she's asking you to spread some mulch or something. Well, in uh, that case, you'd have to write. Yeah, but she wants nice seats. Okay. And at this late moment. Uh-huh. It is a little late. The concert might, is that tonight. That might be pricey. I, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Anybody got any free tickets out there for me? Let me know. <laughs> How are they going to let you know? Uh, call Austin. I mean, he has a Heisman vote. So now... <laughs> wait, so now Austin is your free ticket secretary? I know. <laughs> Something tells me that those calls aren't getting answered. 
Well, the calls might be answered, but there's no tickets for you, sir. Can you uh, get me a chicken sandwich, Austin? I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you should enjoy the good. Go to the concert. Come on. I want to see a picture of you in a Bass Street Boys t-shirt. Oh, so much? From the merch table. I agree. I will, if you guys pony up the money for me to take my wife to that concert, I will wear a Backstreet Boys uh, t-shirt for a week. No, I need no. a tattoo at that point. <laughs> if I'm paying, Back, I need something forever. Backstreet Boys tattoo. I'll, I'll, find, I'll split it with Austin. You can choose the look of the tattoo and the location. It just has to be a Backstreet Boys tattoo. And yeah, I'll pony up for that. I think I'll I pony up for the tattoo too. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> What's a tattoo like they'd go for these days? I have no clue. It'd be worth it though. I don't think they're cheap. Uh, doesn't matter to me at this point, because I'll be able to tell people forever that my friend Gordon got a Backstreet Boys tattoo because we paid for him That's to go right. to the concert. Oh, please. That, no. that story is I'll priceless. take out a loan. That ain't, that ain't happening. But uh, a T-shirt for a week? I think that's uh, punitive enough, isn't a, it? A tattoo for at least a year before you think about removing it. <laughs> a year? I'm not going to get it. No, I won't do that. If you get it on your neck, I'll figure out a way to get sweet tickets. <laughs> Kenyon Martin style? <laughs> right there. Backstreet Boys tattoo right on the neck. No. You and Lisa are going to be seeing the show tonight in style. I don't know how I'd do it, but I'd figure it out. You know people. I I don't. I, I don't know anybody. But, but we'll know it, them before the show right, starts. exactly. For sure. <laughs> Get to know them the real power well. of radio. <laughs> All right. Where were so, we? Okay, so let's throw it out there officially. Gordon will get a Backstreet Boys tattoo if he's in the suite tonight. No. Tweet us. No. At Jake Scott Zone, at Austin Horton, at Gordon Monson. Open mic. 855-340-ZONE. The call the old-fashioned way. No. I will wear a Backstreet Boys t-shirt for a week if someone finds a way. Nobody's doing that. What? That's, what? For a week? But uh, Every day? It's a shirt. And how, know, does that, but... and how does that benefit our listeners? Because it, it humiliates me. How does it humiliate you? We spent last segment talking to you. were talking to us about how cool the Backstreet Boys are. When did I say that? Austin. Uh-huh. That's not what I said. That's how I remember That's it. That's how I remember you it, too. Guys, you guys distort things. That's not what I said. Sounds I like said, you don't want to give I your family a good time tonight. I said my daughters liked Backstreet Boys and used to dance to them. And I I got to admit, they get, they get you going a little bit. How about a big, like, portrait of the Backstreet Boys across Gordon's back. Like, takes up his I'm whole like the back. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is, this no. has possibilities. That ain't happening. Let's get Gordon into that concert, man. Let's get, no. uh, and then we'll get that, ta- well, we'll have the artist come in studio. We did that before to Big Bruce. We know anybody around here and get me tickets for that? Well, in exchange for a tattoo, I bet we're no, going to have lots of people to get. for a week! <laughs> come on! <laughs> That's how, about, how about you want to go? <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> Wait, let me change let me change the phrasing on that. How bad does Lisa want to go? Lisa, if you're still listening, would it be okay if Gordon got a Backstreet Boys tattoo if it meant you could go to the show? Like, like shirt for a week is last seat up at the very top. No. That's no, the price there. No, no, no. Tattoos no. for the suite. <laughs> no. You want floor seats. Now we're talking what, Jake? Uh uh you have to have a, a lifetime membership to the Backstreet Boys Club and do an expose every week in the paper? Oh, sure. I think a... A, a feature column? A feature column on the Backstreet Boys? 
<laughs> I have to name them by name, like first name basis. I think it's a, I think it's a tat to get in the building. Just to get in now. Now, where the tattoo is, guys, that's ah, based guys, on the seating. Wasting time. Now. So we'll, we'll, you know, you can have something you can cover up, you know, on your thigh or something, and we'll get you some some okay seats. But you know, if you want to be on the floor in the suite, that's that going on the neck. Uh, wasting time. I ain't doing that. No way. In <laughs> I'm not the one begging for free tickets. <laughs> I am to the bath the back street because floor. my wife wants to go. All well, of a sudden. Well, then go. We're not stopping you. All right. Well, I don't know if I will or not, but uh, I'm thinking. Cause she You're thinking about going. Because she wants to go. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. What was the last time you went to a concert you didn't want to go to that your wife wanted to go to and you were being what doing what you should? Uh, Never. It's, it's been a long time, but I'll tell you, I, I did um, when we were first started dating or whatever. She uh, Back it, when you were trying to impress her? It, yes. Well, but this is... I don't know. She tortured me with it, but it, so I went to a, a concert for a DJ called Girl Talk. You ever heard of Girl no. Talk? And it was fairly entertaining, actually. It was a, it was a fairly good concert. But as we were leaving, she goes, "Oh, you know, I had uh, I had uh, a couple of free tickets to go see James Taylor and Carol King, but I thought we'd rather go to Girl <laughs> Talk instead." And I said, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Same night? Same night? Where were they?" Uh, Girl Talk was at the the Pioneer Park for those that concert oh, yeah, series yeah. that they used uh-huh. to do, and then James Taylor and Carol King were here at Vivint Smart Home Arena, and she had tickets. But she had tickets, and she's like, "No, no, I, I thought we'd rather go to Girl Talk." <laughs> Never let her forget forget that either. And last yeah, time, but see, but see, that doesn't count because you didn't know she had those, or else then you would have tried to impose your will. I would have expressed my opinion. I wouldn't have decided, I tell you that. <laughs> oh, you didn't. So it's better that you didn't know. She did give me James Taylor tickets for my birthday a couple of years ago, though. So right. that's, you know, that's, that's nice. That's pretty nice. All right. We want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Parking. Diamond Airport Parking uh, is. Uh, begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking, just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. More straight ahead. Don't forget, Chris Camrani with us at 430. David Lockett, 5, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Second year BYU quarterback, Zach Wilson. Your shoulder and the rehabilitation, what you've gone through, where are you at percentage-wise? Do you attach a percentage to your, your shoulder strength and your throwing ability? It's not 100%, obviously, but you know it's good enough if I had to play or good enough to come out here and run scrimmages and practice and stuff. And Every day is a little bit different. Some days you feel better, some days you feel worse. And you know I kind of just play it by day. I definitely feel like by the first game I'll be 100%. I'll be better than what I was last year. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest key. I think it's almost a blessing in disguise. And I'm learning to have to do other things to compensate for my arm being down. And so I think that's a you know a good thing. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.